You're listening to the Carterville Church Life Podcast. I love our church family, and I hope that you do too. Our goal is that the episodes of this podcast would keep us connected and focused while we're scattered for our week on missions together. I hope that you're blessed by what you hear today. Hey, church family, welcome back to the podcast for the last podcast of 2020. Today is a wrap. This is it. So I thought for this podcast, I would gather with a couple of my family members. So I have my two oldest sons, Curry and Cade, with me, and I have my lovely wife, Lindsay. So Merry Christmas, church family. We're going to wrap this year up with just a little reflection on Christmas traditions. So if you're listening to this podcast episode on time, you're listening on Wednesday. Tomorrow is Christmas Eve. I sure hope you can join us either in live stream or in the sanctuary for the Christmas Eve service. Meaningful for me. But what I want to talk about right now is Christmas traditions. I know every family's got their own Christmas traditions, but you know the goal of our traditions are to try to have time as a family and to try to reconnect with the meaning of the Christmas season. So I just thought the boys and Lens and I could chat a little bit, family conversation, and we'll just let you in on some of the good, the bad, and the ugly for our attempts at meaningful Christmas traditions. All right, so hey guys, why don't we let you guys kick it off? Let's share a couple of our favorite Christmas traditions. Why don't you guys help us just build the list, right? Like, What are some of the things that we try to do during the Christmas season that you guys can think of? Kate, why don't you go first? Um, I know that we like to build gingerbread houses together as a family, and I enjoy that. I can't really think of any like spiritual connection to that, but that is true. We we do um, we do make gingerbread houses. Usually, we make them like with our nieces or some other friends. But that's right. That's a big deal. A lot of architecture, and that shows our love for candy for sure. <laughs> All right. So Christmas. I didn't even think of that one. Thanks, Kate. Way to go. All right, Curry. Yeah. What's a Christmas tradition you're thinking about? Um, we typically have the advent candles. Yep, we do that. <laughs> Lens are our Advent candles, like, how meaningful and personal is that? Well, usually we fight over who gets to light that particular candle that night or that day. But, you know, that's real life, so. And yeah. everybody likes to play with matches, so, or at least they do it at our house, so. So, yeah, that's right. The first year that we did the Advent candles as a church, we did them as a family, and we just thought, how sacred and sweet is this going to be, right? So we did Advent readings. You know, we had devotionals every night that went along with Advent. But what we didn't anticipate was the brawl over which kid gets to light the candle. Like there were there were some nights that were so unholy. Like I put the candles up. Like yeah. I just I took them <laughs> off the table and said, "No, we're not doing this." All right. So if your Christmas traditions struggle, sometimes ours do too. But overall, I think they pay off. Uh, anybody think of any other Christmas traditions at the Skipper House? One that I think of is. Uh, you guys, up until this year, y'all have always had a night where you, you put your mattresses out and you slept in the den in front of the Christmas tree. You watched We watched Christmas movies, and you just kinda, you guys just kind of had that night. Yep. Does anybody remember the year that we reenacted the Christmas play ourselves? Like, it was several years ago. The kid, You guys were really <laughs> oh, little. Not y'all were really our, I think our dog, Scout, was... He was an angel. He was the angel of the Lord. He absolutely was. And he was he was right in his spot. Yeah. Not that. Not that. Not All right. That. The other, so let's let's throw out one more. So do you guys remember the birthday party for Jesus? We do that every year. Yes, I remember. We do it. Of course you remember. All right. So tell the church family, like, you know, what is our what's our we do it on Christmas Eve, right? Normally, it's right after our Christmas Eve service we come home for that. But what do we do in, our, in the birthday party for Jesus at the Skipper House? Can you tell them, Curry? We will find some magazines, and we'll, we will each get about $20, and we'll 
pick out an item like a chicken or duck that we can send to someone who would need it like a family in Africa or somewhere where they need farm animals or maybe even a water well yeah it's like, we, um, like those those magazines you yeah know. it's um samaritan's purse, samaritan's purse Compassion international world vision and um we even do local charities i know the last few years curry has chosen they each get to look through and choose where they want to send their money in the last few years curry has chosen homes of hope because he had a friend that was there that lived there that was in his class and so um they just get to choose you know to think like what is something meaningful that i could do with this money that would be not about me you know and and why i don't know i'm trying to think of the right words like why would you say lens that we do that part in the birthday party for jesus one part of that experience is the kids each get 20 bucks they go through these magazines and they figure out what they want to do to steward that 20 dollars well so why, why do we do that um, I think it's just a way for us to to get them thinking about, I mean, something they could give to Jesus, you know, or some some way that they could show compassion to somebody else, an offering type of thing, you and know. I sort of think of it a lot like, you know, the the parable at the end of Matthew's gospel where, where Jesus says, you know, when I was hungry, you fed me. When I was in prison, you visited me. When I was sick, you checked on me. And, and they, you know, the people ask him, well, when do we ever do that? And he said... Whenever you did this for the least of these, you did it for me. Mm-hmm. And so I just, it's like if you want to give a gift to Jesus, how do you do it? And I think that's one of the ways that you can, that you can, you know, give a gift. So the Magi, yeah. they brought gifts to Jesus. That's what Christmas was all about. Mm-hmm. And so I thought that was kind of a cool way for us, for us to do that. Um, we also, you know, we used to make muffins. We used to make red velvet cake. I don't know if you remember. We don't, I don't oh, think we do. Yeah. We don't do that anymore because we thought Cupcakes. it was like yeah, that's right. Because we thought it was cool yeah. that you know on the inside was red, which reminds us of the right. the blood of Christ shed for us. On the outside was white. He brings yeah. purity. Um, I think we stopped because we discovered none of us no, really liked. Yeah, none of us. Liked. <laughs> we were just throwing them away after we. So now we eat cookies each or ate one. So we read the Christmas story in that birthday party for yeah. Jesus. You know, we take a few minutes. Um, why don't you share? You want to share the first birthday party for Jesus? Just as um, a funny I family think, story. I think you share it. You tell the story much better, but Curry's saying that we should not share it. No, so. totally. We I'm should pretty share sure it. you've shared it from the pulpit before, though. So. Okay, so so we, you know, I mean, Lindsay and I thought we had in our mind as rookie parents <clears throat> that this was going to be this like really, really spiritual night. You know, we're going to have this birthday party for Jesus. Our kids are going to come into the room holy. Their hearts are going to be so full of love. It was for... the first time we had planned. Yes, it, yeah. it was, and so you know, we told the kids it's going to be great. You know, we're you know, we're going to read the Christmas story. Everybody's going to get a gift. You know, we're going to do some things to honor the Lord. And I think all they really heard was, you, everybody's going to get a gift. I'm like, hey, yeah. I get a present early. Uh-huh. Well, Lindsay, one of the things from your childhood is your mother used to get get you and your sister a new pair of pajamas every year on Christmas Eve. Right. And yeah. you thought that'd be a fun thing to pass down sure. to. Sure. But I had boys who were not interested in new pairs of pajamas. So... The, that night when they got to open their gift, they realized it was pajamas and were not very happy about it. <laughs> like when that, we say so. not very happy, we're talking <laughs> about like, tore open the present, looked at it, looked up and said, this is just pajamas. <laughs> and like put it down. Yes, and it was, so yeah. we we lost it. Like we were so disappointed. Like, oh, this is over. It was over. So we had to like take 10 minutes of time out. And then we tried again after I told the kids, listen, we're going to do this and you're going to pretend. You're gonna to be, be happy and <laughs> smile and whatever. So, we yeah. le- we've, oh. learned, we learned, we've learned some lessons over the years. The last yeah. thing I can think of, and this is not a tradition. We've just done it a couple of times. 
you know, we've had friends come over uh, just to play piano and sing Christmas carols. I'm a sucker for Christmas carols. I love the words. I just love the way they feel when I sing them. So we've done that as a family. Mm -hmm. I wonder what our church family's doing. Like everybody listening to the podcast, you've probably got Christmas traditions that you already use. I would love to know what they are. Probably be great just to share those with each other. Put them on Facebook. But I, I would love to know, like, what are other people in the church doing to help make Christmas, you know, as meaningful as it possibly can be so that we can remember what it's about. Uh, I guess the last thing I could think of is that, like, in our family, everybody gets three gifts just as a way to to connect that this all began because God gave us one great gift. Right. And really just as a way of keeping everything kind of simple. Kind of simple. You know? Yeah, right on. Um, Not overdoing it. Well, I would love to learn from some of our other church family members, but um, I just, I guess as I wrap this up, what I really want to encourage everybody is, like, Find some ways to make this time of year and every every big movement through the calendar, you know, Easter and, and other, I mean, even we even use birthdays as an opportunity to worship the Lord and be thankful for our lives that he gave us. But let's focus on the Lord this Christmas season. Let's let's train our, our homes to be places of worship. Just with some of the things we do are just fun for family and some of the things are sacred and keep us focused. It's not always pretty, but I'm confident that the end result is going to be good, right? Mm-hmm. So church family, from, from our family to yours, legitimately, we love you. Merry Christmas. Guys, you have anything you want to say to the church family as we wrap up the last podcast for 2020? Not really. I just hope that everyone who is listening will just try to have a good Christmas time in any way that they can and honor Jesus in every way that they can. Awesome. Thanks, Kate. Well yeah. said. Carter, you got any last wishes for the church family? Have a Merry Christmas. There you go. That's a good one. (laughs) All right, church, we love you. I will see you in 2021.